Hello, New York sports fans. Back from another episode of Jersey Turnpike Boys. I'm Zach, while my co-host Nick. Nick, big Nets Celtics game yesterday from TD Garden. What do you think of that one? There's nothing more you could ask for in a first round playoff game. All right, we got. First- Go ahead. Two teams. Def- uh, what did you say? Two teams competing for a title, uh, arguably, or playing in the first round. One of them won't get past. One of these two teams won't get past the first round. So this is going to be one of the all-time gr- first round matchups. This is history. yeah. This is probably. Would you be shocked if this game series didn't go seven? Yeah, this is definitely this is this is literally a seven game series. I mean, so much excitement in game one. Um, back and forth obviously the Celtics jumped out to that big third quarter lead up they got up to 15 at one point in the third Nets clawed their way back with some good shooting from Kyrie uh just a great game great game and then obviously the buzzy buzzer beater by Tatum uh for the Celtics to take game one but I mean there are a couple things a couple storylines I think from a Nets perspective Uh on that game well there are more than a couple so books. You, mean the, Kyrie two, two you big mean the storylines. You mean, you mean the Kyrie Irving show? Kyrie Irving, you know what the biggest drama in this series is. It's not Nets versus Celtics on the court. It's the it's Kyrie Celtics fans. Celtic fans. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that man. So, oh, okay, let's go with where he went. So he gave a double bird on national television to the fans in the middle of the game. He also – did you see the video of him going into the locker room? And um, I don't know if it was at halftime or it was at the end of the game. Someone with Kyrie, you suck, and he responds and said, suck my dick. Did you see that video? He did play well to his defense. He, he did a good game. He did play well. What did he drop, 39? He did play well. I just – he, he was clutch. He, he brought the Nets back say? basically single-handedly. I mean, I think another storyline from this game is how poorly KD shot. If but, KD um, shoots well, the Nets win that game easily, in my opinion. I mean, okay. Okay. So you want the stats? So Kyrie Irving had 39 points and was 12 of 20 shooting. Kevin Durant, 23 points on 9 of 24 shooting. You can argue too. We can quote unquote say Kevin Durant had a bad game. The man still scored 23 points and hit a couple of clutch shots at the end of the game. Yeah, but I would say that, I mean, he's Kevin Durant, so you expect superstar numbers in the playoffs. You know what? Durant is going to figure out his why. But if I'm a Nets fan, especially going into game two, and then. I'm not spending going to game two. I feel good. Work. Yeah. But no, no, no. Here, hear me out on this. So, game two is in Boston, correct? Correct. One of the next series in Boston, is it? Um, will it be like the MLB where games uh, six and seven are played in Boston? Or are they going to start rotating back and forth? Two in Brooklyn and then one, 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 and one. I believe it'll be one 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 one. Uh, so game so six be, would be in Brooklyn. Game, game seven would be in Boston. Okay. Games three and four would be in so New York. If if you're a Nets fan, yeah. 
you're going to be a little concerned about game two because this back and forth of Kyrie with the Celtic fans, how was that going to affect Kyrie? Because you know, I mean, it didn't really affect him too much. He he was 12 of 20 shooting six of 10 from three and had 39 points. He looked pretty good to me. So I think he's able to manage it pretty well. Kyrie's been dealing with controversy all season. But you know what? It's he's a walking controversy. Zach, that is true. He's a walking controversy. A, walking you know what? <laughs> scene. But you know puts what? up 39 though in game one of the playoffs. But, that's really what but matters. Zach, but Zach, all that's been talked about since game one is not how great of a game that was. It, it's about Kyrie versus the Celtic fans. Kyrie's a distraction. And you know what? It's gonna be worse in game two. If you thought the crowd was bad going at Kyrie in game one. It's going to get worse in game two. And is that a problem? And is that a distraction? If the Nets, if the Nets don't win game two and Kyrie has a bad game, you're going to blame this on him going out with the Celtic fan base. I'm not. But they're all soft, though. If reality. this man throws up 39 again, he, he, all he's got to do is throw up, throw up numbers and no one gives a shit. At the end of the day, if you perform, you can get away with a lot. Well, I want to see what his performance I'm curious to see how he performs next game because my eyes are not necessarily on how great of a series this is going to be and not how great of a game one this is going to be, but Kyrie Irving versus the Celtic fans are stealing the spotlight right now. What's becoming a great series? What's going to be a great series? I think this can be one of the all-time great series. I mean, two for excellent teams opening going round of the NBA yeah. playoffs. Absolutely. For them, I still don't think the Nets are good enough to win this series, though. I mean, if they had Simmons, if they had a healthy Ben Simmons, I'd say yes. But there's rumors Boston he's going to come back in this series. Boston but I don't defense it. is so good, and, and you know what the Nets Mark defense is smart is too. Yeah, I mean the Nets need production from like Bruce Brown, Drummond, Seth Curry. They're they're going to need even like Patty Mills to to score some well, buckets. Need, I mean they're going to need their you contributors. Need your stars to- you need your stars to defense. Kevin Durant. What was Kevin Durant doing on that buzzer being played by Tatum? Not defending. Ben Simmons is yeah. in there. I think they that play doesn't happen. But yeah, we'll we'll see if he's return. Uh, we'll return to the series very much. Uh, TBD there. Yeah, but great first round. I can't wait for game two. And you know what? Even to be honest, though, too. Both these teams, you talk about both these teams being championship-worthy teams. For how much of a grind this first round is going to be for these two teams, whoever wins out of this is not going to get that much farther. Even if, let's say, they're going to most likely get Milwaukee in the next rounds. If you get past Milwaukee, you then have to go probably past the Sixers just to get to the NBA Finals. And that's not even – Well, no, if the Nets get past this round – You in the NBA Finals – They'll play Milwaukee. No, I think it's the Heat. Because the Heat is number one seed, and they'll be the lowest seed, right? Um, Won't the I lowest seed? Look at the No, aren't they the the Nets are the seventh seed, aren't they? Because they, yeah. they won the first playing game. Yeah, so, so they if play, they win this round and the Heat win they their play round, the, the winner Heat of, No, it'll be the winner of the two. Uh, the highest seed just doesn't play the lowest seed? Remaining? No, the lowest seed would be um what's 
So this is a um, three versus seven, isn't it? This is a two versus seven. No, I don't think you're right on that. The Bucks no, are a three the, seed. The Bucks are the three seed over the yeah. Celtics? Yeah, the Heat are the number one seed. Hold on, I got to look, look it up on. I mean, Miami's a good team, too. I do okay, not count. I have the bracket in front of me here. I know you're not a big supporter of the Heat, though. I know you don't think the Heat. Do you think the Heat are pretenders, not contenders? Absolutely. The Heat. The Heat are a good regular season team. They're not a good. Uh, they're not a good. Um, playoff team. So no, no. Here we go, Zach. So the winner of the seven-two series, which is the Nets and the Celtics. We'll play the winner of the 3-6 series. And then the Heat will play the winner of the 76ers Toronto series. Because that's a so, four, Oh, five. they're just going to do the 4-5. They don't do like the highest and lowest. Okay. Yeah, that's still I'm the done. highest and lowest. Because if it's if one, two, three, and four get out of that, the 76ers are the higher seed there. So it's one versus four and two versus three. Yeah. So it'll be Milwaukee and then possibly either Philadelphia or Miami. Yeah, I get how it works. It works like a college, like college basketball, right? How, like, yeah. ideally, if seeds one through eight won, the one seed would play the lowest seed remaining. But I'm just saying, no, it doesn't no, usually no, doesn't work like that. that. Yeah. No, it's just because if a 16 and a 15 both won, they would face each other in the next round. In the NCAA terms, if you're going that way. If the if the Nets ends, um, who are the Nets playing? Or who? If the Nets and Bulls both win their series, they're going to play each other in the next round because the Bulls are the sixth seed. Yeah. That's okay. correct. Yeah, we're on the same page. I just want to make sure we're on yeah. the same page here with this. Either way, even if the Nets, because I don't even know if the Nets are going to get through past the Celtics in this round. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to get it. I don't know. This is a real toss-up. Like, you can make a case for both teams. I think definitely. I think having the home down. court is going to help Boston. I think that that might oh, put yeah. them over the edge. Oh yeah. yeah. Not only that, the you're going to have to look at the little things in this series too. And we talked about it a lot last week. The consistent play between Durant and Kyrie. You need both of them to perform like superstars every game to win this series. You're going to need expert coaching from Steve Nash, and I don't think they had the better coach coach in this series either. The Celtics, how long have the Tatum and all of them played their games together? They played most of the games. Kyrie's probably still not in a good rhythm with Durant yet. I don't think the Nets get past the series, and it's going to go seven, I think, but I don't think they're going to win it. Yeah, I mean, this this is a definitely a toss-up series. Uh, I want guys want to hear your thoughts. Who do you think is going to win this series? Net Celtics. This is definitely. Uh, I can see this. We'll, going. We'll put it up before game two. Yeah, I definitely could see this going seven games. Game I mean, two. it's very evenly matched. Uh, you know what wasn't evenly matched? The Mets against the Diamondbacks. Even though the Mets did slip one game in that series, the Mets starting okay. pitching. Has looked incredible. ERA just above one right now for the starters. 
Uh, Tyler McGill is looking really good. Chris Bassett's looking really good. Uh, Scherzer hasn't Zach, even had his I'm best stuff and has two wins. Hold on. What I'm going to let you do, Zach, is let you uh, get all your pleasures out, all the built-up, excited tension you have from your mats right now. I'm gonna you know what's not a fair matchup? Uh, the up. Orioles against the Yankees because the Yankees can't compete with the Orioles. Don't, don't pull that card. No, 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 no. I'll get into a Yankees. The Orioles are just a better baseball team than the Yankees. I mean, it's all right. It's, you're not you're not as good as the Orioles. Zach, if I could punch you square in the face, I <laughs> would right now. Now get your get all your Mets fantasies out of the way, and then I'll give you the reality of the Mets. Go ahead. Go. How can go you what are you gonna say bad about the Mets right now? So how many losses do you have? The three losses. What were the reasons you lost those three games? Zach, tell me. What were the reasons you lost those three games? Well, one, I mean, Lugo kind of – Lugo didn't have the hold in two of those games. Couldn't finish off good efforts from our starters. Uh, that's basically like, yeah, I mean, the bullpens kind of lost all three games for the Mets. Zach, why haven't you made the playoffs the last three years? Not hitting with runners in scoring position and injuries is not really – I don't think no, it's been no, the bullpen. No, 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 What was that? What um, was that? I think it's something called the bullpen. No, you know I disagree no matter, with that. Zach, no There's been much more than just the bullpen. bells and whistles and tiny new toys Uncle Stevie buys you, you still haven't fixed the one problem with your team. And that's the bullpen. That's not true. Yes, you're off to a good start right now. Then why have you lost three games? You should be on – realistically, everything else has been done right. You've lost three games because of your bullpen. Am I not wrong about that? All right. Two two of those were Lugo. And do you doubt Seth Lugo? Seth Lugo is arguably the best reliever in that bullpen. Well, that's your problem. And one of them, Edwin Diaz, was on the bereavement list. I think – and, oh, yeah, that's much better, right? That's been really successful for you guys the last however many years you've Last had. couple of years, Edwin Diaz has been, has been excellent for us. I mean, rough 2019. I mean, no one can argue, argue that he had a good 2019. But 2020, 2021, I was, I was happy with the way Edwin Diaz is pitching. I, he's got a lot of life on that fastball. Uh, Zach, I'm just going to give you the reality now. Edwin Diaz you is don't a fix the quality one closer. He is not the issue in the at bullpen. You don't if have anything. The it's the middle relievers. You, you, I am very. You don't get that bullpen Diaz. fix, Zach. You're not going anywhere. I'm just telling you that right now. You don't get that bullpen fix. You're not going anywhere. No good bullpen. No playoff run for you. I mean, they can use a little more depth. Maybe not even the playoffs for you. I don't know. I mean, the Mets obviously don't have a stellar bullpen, but. I mean, I'm looking at this bullpen. I mean, it's not terrible. But is it elite? Rodriguez, May, Williams, Lugo, Shreve. I mean, Jason Shreve's looked pretty good so far this year. I mean, if he can keep that up. Uh, once we get to Grom back, we might move Peterson as our long reliever. I mean, I'm just it's not elite, like, but it, this is a quality bullpen, and also I think they're gonna they're gonna trade Dom Smith for. So you're let me just put this perspective into you. I know 
know we're only 10 games into the season, but are you really confident in the bullpen you have right now? What come October? Honestly, the last game they lost against the Diamondbacks, I blame that more on the hitting than the bullpen, to be honest with you. You had really two bullpen games. No, you had a lead. You had a lead going in, and the bullpen didn't hold the lead. If you, in my no, we didn't. No, in my logic, we were down yeah, three you were nothing. Winning that game until the no, you were not. You were up two nothing, and then the Diamondbacks put a three spot on you. That that's not true. Oh yeah, you were down three nothing. But they were all. But no, then my point's still valid though. The bullpen did give up three runs. That was in the seventh. That was in the seventh inning. Yes, your bullpen gave three runs. Yeah, but how many hits did the Nets have that game? They didn't hit the whole game. You know what though? You know, though, you get scoreless innings from your starters. You got to keep it that way. I mean, you can't, the bullpen's not going to be perfect, right? They've had a couple of hiccups so far this but, year. I but really, the bullpen is a they have, all, for they you have guys. talent in that bullpen. They, Zach, yes, can, I agree. They should, never, they should, they, they need it. They need it. They need a little more depth, right? You, they have a couple of studs in that bullpen, but they can, they use a couple more guys. Um, to add a little more depth. I mean, and May and Lugo, who are two guys you're relying on this year, have not pitched to our likings too. But you're I mean, also too many me, right. You're telling me you're sitting too. there comfortably with. You're sitting there. All right. Scherzer or Degrom go six perfect innings. Not perfect innings, but six innings with no runs. Maybe a couple hits given up. You're winning a game one nothing, two nothing. Are you really sitting there comfortably thinking you can get four, three scoreless innings from your bullpen and hold a two nothing lead? Yeah, well, I'm confident in Chase and Shreve. I'm I'm still confident in Seth Lugo, and I'm confident in Edwin Diaz. I I think you need to upgrade. If there's something you need to get at the trade deadline, if I'm pretty when confident Drew up. Smith. Too. I know we got a lot of baseball to play. Confident Trevor May. I if mean, we have there a, guys in the bullpen. I know we're a long way to go, but I, you guys are addressing, haven't addressed the same issue you guys have had, and that's the bullpen. And it's not going to help you, especially if you're going to won't have to compete against the Phillies and the Braves. You need a bullpen to withstand them and then withstand the playoffs. I'm just giving you a word of the wise right now. I've seen two Yankee with well, the Yankees with a decent bullpen. I've seen the Yankees go down twice because of blown uh, plays by the bullpen. Both times I've seen are all the Shadman walk off. And two of the last three playoffs, Zach. You don't have a bullpen. You're not going anywhere. I'm telling you that now. You call Uncle Stevie up and get him to get you a bullpen. Be like, Daddy, where's move. my bullpen? Like you and your Mets fans are. He's what? What are you talking about as a Yankee fan? You've gotten like everything you've ever wanted as a Yankee fan. Don't say anything. You know what? No, we'll go into we'll get into the Yankees. Judge won't sign a long-term deal with you. Just because you didn't get what you want. Don't bring up sensitive topics. You You went to he went to the Red Sox. He can go to the Yankees. You know what, Zach? I want to be spoiled like you too. 
And you know what? We'll go into the A's. You want to get into the Yankees and why I'm annoyed with the Yankees right now? We lose 5 nothing to the Orioles. The we can't that? hit against the Orioles. Okay, let's get into it. So we're 5-5 five and five now. Lost 2 or 3 to the Orioles, which is pathetic in itself. Now, you guys can't hit against the Orioles. I'm not going to rip the roster. I'm not going to rip the roster yet. I'm not going to rip the fact that there's no Correa, there's no um, Corey Seager, there's no Trevor Story, there's no um, no first baseman. Well, what's-his-face has been fine. Um, Rizzo's been fine. Um, but you know what that is? And we're seeing it again. It's the same Yankee team from last year. Live and die out the home run ball. Can't hit with runners in scoring position. Hits in the double place. How many double plays have the Mets hit into you, Zach? Do you know? I don't know a number off my head, but well, the Yankees are the first out. team in the Yankees are the first team in the American League to get the ten double place. What are game are we on, Zach? Game number ten. Trust me, no double plays and not getting hits. Yet. I know what I know what it's like to hit. As a Mets fan, I, I've seen a lot of hitting into double plays and Zach, not hitting with runners in scoring position. No one is worse than the Yankees with hitting with runners in scoring position. They're 29th in Major League Baseball. We're also 10 games into the season, Nick. I mean, things can change. Things can change very quickly. Runs. I know we're 10 games into the lineup. season, but you know where the problem is? You know what the problem is, Zach? And this is what also has infuriated me is there's no consistent lineup out there right now. Who hits leadoff for the Mets? Well, Nimmo, but he has COVID right now, so now it's McNeil. Okay, before before Nimmo went to COVID protocol, how many times did – how many games did he play and how many of those games did he lead off in? Six, seven, six or seven. And so six or seven, he's probably played six or seven games, right? Yeah. He has a very high on-base percentage. That man gets on base like it's his job. Well, it is his job, but that man's good at getting on base. The Yankees have not had a consistent lineup once this season. Donaldson lost out the first two games. Then you had Hicks leading off twice this weekend. You had Rizzo lead off one game this weekend. I'm sure LeMay, who's had a lead off this weekend. Yankee Yankee hitters on top of this, while they're struggling to hit, are coming into the ballpark every day. They don't even know where they're hitting because they change the lineup every goddamn day. There's not a consistent lineup out there. And on top of that, you're sitting, guys. Aaron Judge was sat on the eighth game of the season. Why is he sitting on the eighth game of the season? Yeah. The, Why do you have a different leadoff hitter every goddamn game? Why is there no consistency on who's batting where? But yeah, coaching quote, unquote, on that. the analytics tell us what to put every day. The analytics tell us that that's what the Yankees do. And that's, that's where this team infuriates me is that they do stupid things like this, where the same lineup is not thrown, being thrown out there day in and day out, giving Stan the rest of this day, giving Rizzo a rest this day, judge a rest this day. We're 10 games into the season. I know there's a good lineup in there and someone good is going to have to sit every day. And you're trying to get everyone in and out every day, but, Get some consistency on where everyone's hitting. The only, you know what, the only consistent 
batting order is, is their eighth and ninth hitters. And that's Higashioka and Connor Falafa. And they're both hitting under 200 right now. They're automatic outs in their lineup. They're the only two players that have been in the same consistent spot in the lineup every day. Everyone else has been shuffled around every other area. Gallo bats six one day, is a cleanup the next day. Judge is batting second one day, bats third the next day. LeMahieu leaves off saying, then it's going to be Donaldson, then it's going to be Rizzo. There's no consistency. And that's part of the problem with the Yankees right now. It's infuriating. I mean, I agree with you. I think sometimes in baseball, people try too much, rely too much on analytics and not as much as on like feel and consistency. I mean, baseball is a sport where consistency and like continuity plays a major role. And sometimes analytics is a tough time measuring that. So it does. You can't, you can't always rely just on like analytics, be like, oh, like he's a better hitter against this pitcher or like lefties you want this lineup or righty you want this lineup or sometimes you just got to roll with your gut kind of and like stick with the continuity of the team uh so yeah i feel like in baseball that's usually a baseball issue in general that's maybe just not a yankees issue well this is also i think it's contributing to the yankee problems which is the issue so do you know how many runs the yankees scored in baltimore this weekend well, they got shut out uh, Sunday. How many runs did they score the games before that? They scored six runs total this weekend. You want to know how many runs they scored on on Saturday? Mets got 10 in their home opener. How about that? How about them apples? Zach, answer my question. How many runs do you think the Yankees score on Saturday? Well, I'm looking at it now that they won 5-2. Five, five, how many 16? runs did I say they scored the entire weekend? Oh, yeah, they won. Yep. They scored one run Friday, five Saturday, and then zero Sunday. I mean, against the Orioles, too. And and on top of that, you had quality starting each day. Montgomery, you can't waste an outing with Montgomery where he doesn't let up any runs. Nestor Cortez struck about 12 people yesterday. You can't waste these outings. And against the Orioles? Did you see... You want to know what the other big stat is? So, the American League East has been won by a different team each of the last uh, three seasons. Maybe even four, actually. I think the – yeah. So, it's won by a different team each of the last four seasons. 2018, the Red Sox. 2019, the Yankees. 2020 might have been the Red Sox, actually, looking back at. And then the Blue Jays won it in – no, 2020 was the Rays. And then – might have been the Red Sox, yeah. And I don't know who won it. No, it was the Rays in 2021. You want to know what was the difference in the American League East each season? What, starting pitching, hitting runs in scoring position? I mean, what, no, do you, what do you say? No. What was the it difference, Nick? You know what's one thing each of these teams were ranked first in? They had the best record against the Orioles. The Rays last year went 17-1 and against the uh, Rays. Against the Orioles. They were yeah, the Orioles against stink. every other team. The Orioles are bad. You, the Orioles haven't been good in so long. This is the problem. And this is because each of the four teams, Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays, and Red Sox, are all going to beat each other. They're all going to be 500 against each other. 
what's going to determine the division is who has the best record against the Orioles. And the Yankees have not done that the last two seasons. And now we've lost two or three to start the season to them. You can't lose these games. And you can't sit Aaron Judge in the seventh game of the year, eighth game of the year. Yeah, I that's inexplicable to it's me. It's a clown I, show. I don't know how they did that. Clown show over there. Cashman, I don't know what kind of operation Cashman's running over there, but it's infuriating me. And I'm seeing it on a day, day in and day out basis because he – he puts together a good roster. I don't think this is a bad roster, but the way they manage this roster and how they want this roster to be played and be used is the problem. So infuriating. Let's see Yankees heading to Detroit uh, tomorrow, three against the Tigers. And the Mets continue their homestand. Uh, obviously, the rain out tonight. Against the Giants, uh, and then doubleheader tomorrow, so... Giants are in town. Tough series. Giants are obviously a pretty good team. Tough series for the Yankees, too. So we'll see how that goes in Detroit. Uh, but this moving will be on a true to test of the Mets to see how good the Mets are. This will be a good test. The Phillies were a good test, but see the Giants, one of the best teams in baseball last year. See where they're really at. Moving on to uh, a playoff team. Nick, you got to be happy about your Rangers right now. We Looking are pretty good. Clinching the playoffs. Um, you know, Zach, we're in a little bit of a predicament here. It's a weird one. And I don't know how I feel. Let me get your opinion. Tie with 104 so, points right now with Carolina. With Carolina, but this is a problem. I keep hearing this from Ranger fans. I'm mixed on it. Okay. So the way it would look right now, if we win the Metropolitan Division, take overtake Carolina, we're likely facing the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round. So the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions in the first rounds, if we beat Carolina. But if if we finish second in the Metro, we face Pittsburgh, who we beat three out of four times as we played them this year. Now, if you're in my shoes, Zach, do you root for the Rangers to win the Metro and get the have even better momentum going to the playoffs, or do you be okay with second and take the matchup you kind of I feel more comfortable with because what I'm seeing from Rangers Twitter and Ranger world is them wanting to not win the Metro finish second and play Pittsburgh in the first round. How would you feel in that situation? It's kind of like, honestly, I kind of feel like if this is kind of similar to the Milwaukee uh, Boston situation where I feel like, Milwaukee wanted that three seed instead of the two seed so they can match up against the Bulls instead of the Nets. Honestly, so, yeah, I could see. I, honestly, as a Ranger fan, yeah, you have had the better record against Pittsburgh. So I kind of understand your predicament. I mean, better matchup for you guys. I, I'd like to see them win the Metro, though. But it's you want that banner. It's... You want that banner in the garden. I want that banner. I want that banner and that momentum in the garden. You know what the best play for? on the weekend was speaking of the Rangers. You want to answer it for me, Zach? What was the best play of the weekend? Oh, Lafreniere. Lafreniere, the most beautiful goal you ever saw. And on top of that, it's so frustrating with him because um, there's so many new players acquired the deadline. Like Kako came back. Kako got hurt again on top of that. So he's week to week, which is frustrating because Kako came back and had some success. He got, Lof got moved down to the fourth line. He gets moved back up to the third line 
after Kako gets hurt in early Saturday against the Red Wings, and then he scores that goal and scored another one early in. It's I'm hoping Loft starts to find his stride. He hasn't obviously shown everything you've been wanting to as a number one overall pick yet, but might just take a little bit more time and hopefully uh, some little bit of time on the third line is going to help him. Yeah, I mean, but, as a Devils fan, I know about developing number one overall draft picks, so <laughs> uh, we're still developing too ourselves, yeah. so I get that. Yeah. Maybe that third line, yeah, like you said. We'll see. It is. But you have we'll so many see. studs on that thing, team. Though, Kako so. is probably out. Yeah, he, he can't really get any top-line playing time as a result. But uh, Kako got hurt again, too. Came, poor guy. He came back, played two and a half games, and then gets hurt again. He's out for 31 games. Now he's going to be week-to-week again. Rough. Frustrating. I don't know if they're going to have him in the playoffs. I don't really know. But moving around the, the hockey worlds, um, neither of the other two teams are playing for anything anymore because the Islanders officially got eliminated yesterday as well from the playoffs tough uh loss the maple Leafs four two um something i'll point out zach because we've seen i've seen good play from him you probably don't even recognize it either new york is probably home to the two best goalies in the nhl sorokin illa sorokin on the islanders has played unbelievable this year but he hasn't played enough games in their record just hasn't uh, shown it. He, he's ha- tied for 14th with his record of 25, 16, and 7. Not really his fault. He's fourth in goals allowed with 2.31. He's second in the league in save percentage, and he has the second most shutouts of seven. We have two of the best goalies in New York right at our uh, backyard here, Zach, but we only recognize that we have the second one. Sorokin is a hell of a player. Oh, 100% agree. Uh, he's definitely helped that Islanders team get back into it. Obviously, they had a really rough start, and they got back into to a groove. Uh, obviously, starting a game, starting it's a little this, too late. Yeah, they they had a lot of road games to start off the season. I think that kind of threw off their rhythm, and then they started well they below five hundred. COVID. Uh, they just had they had a they lot going a, on this year. I think they lost eleven straight at one point early in the season. So you're not going to recover from that, but. I don't know. It's Islanders are a team to watch for next year, but not my problem this year. It's Ranger time, baby. I mean, the Islanders you know were the Zach, team to watch this year. I feel bad year. for you. I feel bad for you, Zach, because, like I said, the two best goalies play in New York, but there's three teams. How are you guys doing goaltending-wise? Not good. The goaltending play sucked. Like, sucked is – yeah, it was it was atrocious. It was as bad as it can get. It was like amateur hockey goaltending play most of the season. Um, Did you come out? Of I mean, the two guys just weren't the two guys the just Devils? the two guys just weren't ready. They weren't ready. They weren't National Hockey League goalies. Um, they got called up too soon. Obviously, you don't expect your top two goalies to get season-ending injuries that early in the year, and then it it was just kind of a. A shit show. I mean, they cycled between a few different goalies. Dawes didn't get really get the job done. Uh, Gillies struggled. See, Dawes many, struggled. I mean, how many goalies have the have the Devils started this season? How many seven. They started seven. I didn't think they were going to be that high. I knew the Rangers started four different goalies this year at one point. I didn't think it was seven. Oh my god. I gotta look at this now. 
I gotta pull this up because I can't believe this. And not one had a winning record. <laughs> oh my gosh. Two, three. Seven different goalies this whole season. Oh my God. And I actually want to point out one other thing. Not one of them had a save percentage above 90. Yeah, it was atrocious. I mean, other than the goaltending play, oh. they, they, they're not a bad team. They score. The, the Devils can put the puck in the net. It just – the puck gets in their net a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. I'll tell you. You want to rank the Devils by goals for? Devils have the one, two, three. Uh, they have – they've scored 231 goals. It's a little bit off the pace of the Panthers at 317, but I don't know. They've only scored four less goals than the Rangers when you really think about it. Rangers have only scored 235. There's a lot of 191. The Devils love 278. Yeah. Really what the root of the issue is, I mean, they should be better next year. The Devils Hopefully allow the, healthy the, Devils allow the six most goals in the league. To point that out for you, the Devils allow the six most goals in the league. I'm surprised Surprise. there's five more teams ahead of Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised it's that, that good. I thought it'd be worse. I thought it would too, actually. Well. Rough times for you, Zach, but you know what? You can join the playoff bandwagon. Whoa. Whoa. Who's your favorite Ranger, Zach? Hey, 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 hey. Who's your favorite Ranger? I'm going to guess it's Artemi Panarin. Who's your favorite Ranger? Or is it Chris Kreider because he scored 50-plus goals this year? Oh, or, do you, or, or do you like Shesterkin because you wish you had a goalie like that on your team? Likes a badge because his hair. Is that what? How about this? If the Rangers win this, if the Rangers win the Stanley Cup, you have to grow out your hair. Likes a badge ads. No, I'll shave my head. <laughs> no, you said you liked his hair, so. I'm I can't grow my hair out like hair that. Like Mika Zibanejad. Well, it just won't happen. Let me just figure out a way. All I'm figuring out, all I'm finding is excuses here. All right. Are man. you that worried the Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup? I don't know. But watch out for the Panthers, Hurricanes. I would worry about the Bruins, too. You know, they have some good veterans on that team. The team's deep, you know, too. Them. I don't think we've lost. I think we've lost one of the three games we've played to the Bruins so far. Yeah, but it's only three games. It's not a large sample size. You know what? When you're the best goalie in the league, you don't have a lot of problems, Zach. But you don't All know right. what goaltending is like, so. Uh, I you think that's a... Oh, I... Mackenzie Blackwood was healthy over there. If he, He's not bad when he's healthy. No, Igor Shesterkin or Sorokin. No, I agree with that, but he's serviceable when he's healthy. He's he is a decent 
NHL goaltender. The other guys they have are not NHL goaltenders. <laughs> anyway, I mean, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, as always, thank you guys for tuning in. And if you're not following us already, make sure to follow us, Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok. Yeah, appreciate you guys listening as always. Um, you know, looking forward to some New York Rangers playoff hockey. Um, hopefully the Yankees don't make me uh, bag my head into a wall by game 15. Zach's honeymoon uh, phase will hopefully be over soon with the Mets. See what we're doing with soon. Mets will continue to hit and get great starting pitching, so. Not great bullpen play, though. All they need is decent bullpen play. Do you even have that? Yes, they have that. I don't know about that. Until next time, guys. Thank you.